Hello and welcome to the Insert of Venice podcast, an extension of the Insert of Venice blog, where life and religion are not black and white. I'm CH. I'm your host. If you're new here, welcome. We're glad to have you. If you've been here before, welcome back. Glad to have you as well. In any event, let's get into this episode. So can I be honest? <laughs> um, this is my first time recording a same day podcast. It is... Wednesday, November the 4th, it is 5.13, and this episode is going up at 6.30. I initially wanted to wait until the election results were in, and so that way we could talk about politics. And as I'm watching these numbers slowly crease up, as I'm watching the status bar in my Google search slowly have these blue lines this blue line and this red line going to the middle i had to ask myself do i really care i mean of course i care but do i really care and just by the way uh the weather in florida is beautiful today so the windows open you're gonna hear cars and outside noises as we journey through this episode but i saw this post on instagram earlier this morning or late last night i can't remember and it basically said no matter who wins that person is not your neighbor that person's not helping you do your lawn work that person is not checking your groceries out when you go grocery shopping That person is not working the register at your gas station. That person is not your mailman. That person is not the clerk at your bank. That person is not the people you're driving next to on the road. We are responsible for how we treat each other, regardless of who is in office. And while the fact that this election is so close right now is really indicative of the state of our society and how people view the the other individuals in society it really comes down to how we choose to treat each other and this is not a there are good people on both sides situation. (laughs) This is not a there are good people on both sides episode. I am firmly on one side of this election. I feel like the other side is not only completely inept and incapable of leadership, but spurs violence and racism and disregard for human life in the people that follow him. And so we're not going to debate who's a better candidate. What I'm saying is, regardless of all of that, if we treated each other 
with compassion and kindness and gentleness in our everyday lives. It wouldn't matter what the character of the president was. If the people who live down the street from me when I was a teenager did not drive down the road while my cousins and I were playing in my yard and yell white power while honking their horns, if they were instead decent human beings who expressed care and concern for people regardless of what they looked like, it would not matter who was in presidential office. If I did not live in a county where a sheriff framed murders on black boys and then subsequently had those black boys killed. If that person, if that sheriff had care and compassion and decency for human life, regardless of the skin color of the person, it wouldn't matter who was in office. The thing is, is that the person who has been in office for these last four years speaks directly to those people and encourages them and makes them feel reassured that their biases and bigotry and racism is justified. And there are so many Christian people who want to tout the conservative values of the Republican Party, want to say they are pro-life and that's why they are voting for this person. If you were pro-life, if you were truly pro-life instead of pro-fetus, you would care that people are being gunned down in the street by police officers. You would care that black people are crying and fighting and mourning people who look like them because they keep seeing their dead bodies dragged through the media. When people of other cultures, specifically white people, get killed, we don't see their bodies splashed across the news the way we do with black people. And constantly watching people be murdered because you know they play these videos over and over and over again. And trigger warnings don't do a thing when you're going to continue playing the video. And just because you cut it off right before the person gets hit with the bullet 
or get stabbed with a knife or whatever it is doesn't mean that our brain doesn't make that connection and finish that scene. That is trauma-inducing. And then people wonder why Black people are so angry. There are a lot of people who are emotionally involved in this election right now. Especially because the results have not been finalized. And while I intended to record this episode after the results were finalized, it really doesn't matter. Granted, I will be thrilled not to have to see the current president's face on the television screen every day. But I'm not also going to say that the other candidate is going to be the savior of society, of black people, of women, of anybody. Because the thing is that although they are in charge of certain policies that dictate the way that we live, we as neighbors, as individuals, as people who come in contact with each other every day, we are responsible for how we treat each other. We are responsible for how we make each other feel. And a lot of times, we don't want to take on that responsibility. We don't want to accept that responsibility because the responsibility is already ours. I am already responsible for how I look at people, how I talk to people, how I interact with people on a daily basis. And whether I want to accept that responsibility, it's already mine. It's, it's given to me because I exist. You are responsible for how you treat people. And the thing is, is that there are so many people who can't see past their own biases that they don't even care how they treat other people. Because when it comes down to it, and when it comes down to our salvation, God is not going to care who we voted for. He's going to care how we interacted with the person who was standing in front of us or behind us in line. He's going to care if we shout racist and hurtful and harmful things to other people. He is going to care if we physically cause harm to other people, if we emotionally cause harm to other people. And that's the thing, you can't claim to be Christ-like and claim to be Christian and support someone who was exactly the opposite. White supremacy and racism is so ingrained in the fabric of the the society of the United States that people don't even recognize it. And it is very evident in how close this election is.
I had no notes for this episode. <laughs> I did not know really which direction we were going to go in today. And if I'm honest, I'm not emotionally wrapped up in this election. There are lots of people who are avoiding social media today. There are a lot of people who are in avoiding interaction with the public at all today just because elections and specifically this election create so much tension and so much division between people. I was talking to my father the other day and I was telling him that sometimes you just don't want to know what people's political beliefs are. I worked at a place a few years ago and of the management staff, the nicest person on the management staff, he was kind to all of us. He was generous, no problems. But he made a couple of comments in conversation to somebody else who had come in to see him. And my thought was, don't say it. Don't ruin my image of you. I don't want to know that that's how you think. And in order to be able to continue working in that place and not feel defensive, I had to kind of put aside the fact that I knew that there are certain things that he believed and he thought that were in direct contradiction to how I feel decent human beings should behave. And so when you're in line at the grocery store and somebody lets you cut in front of them, it doesn't matter what their political affiliation is. That person is being a good neighbor. At that point, I don't want to know who you're voting for because that's going to change my opinion of you. Because who you vote for is a reflection of your values. And in this moment, I just want to appreciate the fact that you allowed me to skip in front of you in line because you didn't have to. And I guess the entire point of this is to remind myself and to remind you that regardless of who's in leadership of this country, we are all responsible for each other. We are responsible for protecting each other. We are responsible for how we interact with each other. We are responsible for kindness and gentleness and compassion and grace because God knows we all need grace. And so I just want to encourage you And this is not to say that if someone is committing violence against you verbally or physically or any of those things that you should allow it to happen and that you should accept it because you're giving this person grace. This is to say that For those of you who are on the end 
and you are the one who's causing that emotional, physical harm to someone else, you are responsible for that person as your neighbor. You can't just see somebody based on their skin color. You need to check yourself. Because like my grandmother used to say, you never know who's going to have to give you your last sip of water. And that's all I've got, guys. That's all I have for today. Next week, we're going to talk about self-care. Because after this week, (laughs) we're all going to need a little bit or a lot of self-care. Thank you for listening to the Inside Adventist podcast. And we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.